We are back, baby. It is Thursday, October 20th, and today I'm back with my two favorite picks in the NBA, plus a couple leans, plus a same-game parlay for the Bucks versus Sixers game. Yo, what's going on? My name's Austin from Calling Our Shot. Let's recap yesterday. Pretty solid day, a 3-1 day as a whole. Our best bet of the day, Paolo Bancaro, over 13.5 points. Man, he made me look like a genius as the first overall pick ends with 27, cashing our best bet of the day for 1.5 units. The Pelicans take quick easy take care of business against the nets i wasn't even close jimmy butler is one i feel bad for because i gave it out at 24 and a half points is under he ends with 24 i know the line moved down to 23 and a half julius randall goes over and we took his under either way very solid winning day whichever way you were on that jimmy butler we're going to keep cranking out these videos if you're new hit that subscribe button hit that like button these videos are coming out every single day 8 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure you don't miss out on any of them. We also, it doesn't just stop at the NBA. We got our college football videos out. We got MLB. We have these two NFL videos for our week seven best bets videos for Sunday. And then tonight's Thursday night football matchup between the Saints and Cardinals best bets also live on the channel. Go check out both of those. Let's hop into my best bet of the day though. And it's going to get sketchy and hopefully this guy really doesn't hurt me. I don't deserve it. Give me this guy. Anthony Davis, we're taking his over 24 and a half points, minus 108 on Caesar Sportsbook. This is a one and a half unit play. I'm going to try to make every single best bet of the year, at least one and a half units, maybe two unit plays as we see how this goes. But let's talk about AD and the Lakers because they didn't look good in their first opening game against the Warriors, but Anthony Davis scored 27 points, hitting this over. Best thing, 22 field goal attempts. We need Anthony Davis to go out there and be competitive and shoot the basketball. And that's what I'm hoping we get. And the Lakers, like I said, weren't very competitive in the second half. They were down like 26 points. They ended up making it closer, looking like a 14-point L. But they, Anthony Davis was still out there until about the two-minute mark in the fourth quarter. And ultimately, you look at this Lakers team. They don't really have a lot of guys that are going to go out there and shoot the ball. So I think Davis is going to see a big field goal, just a lot of field goal attempts. And he's got a pretty decent matchup. Now, we think about Kawhi Leonard, Paul George of the Clippers. Those are the guys likely going to be guarding LeBron James. They're pretty good defenders. Davis likely going to be guarded by a couple different guys, probably Zubach to start, Zubach to start the beginning of the game. Maybe Marcus Moore Sr., Robert Covington. But he can go to work against all these guys. And Anthony Davis... In his last eight games as a Laker against the Clippers, every single game, I'll put up his game logs, hit the over in five of the eight games. Let's talk about the three he missed. One game he got injured. Look, that's a, that's a concern with Anthony Davis. He could get injured in any given game, but I think he can at least not get injured in game two of the season. Number two, a game he scored 18 points. He only played 31 minutes, only shot 15 times with two free throw attempts. If you know Anthony Davis, he's normally a guy that lives at the free throw line, and he's going to be the guy that shoots those you know technical free throws usually for this uh, Lakers team. So I think he could shoot more than that. And then you look at the one game he missed, with, the other game he missed was on the hook. A game he shot only 17 field goal attempts finishing on the hook we can live with that now let's talk about anthony davis because i think he's gonna come out here shoot the ball 20 times because the lakers really he has to this is the team with lebron james and ad outside of him patrick beverly's not going to shoot a lot austin reeves the you know lonnie walkers the russell westbrook's of the world not going to shoot a ton and since the start of last season davis has attempted 17 plus field goal attempts in 22 games hitting this over in 14 of 22 games 64 percent of the time i think he's going to shoot at least 17 tonight against the clippers look at games in which in there during that same time span since the start of last year shot the ball 20 or more times hitting the over in 10 of 12 games 83 percent of the time you take it back even further davis has scored 25 plus points in 22 of his last 25 games with 20 or more field goal attempts while is he a lock to go down there and shoot 20 plus times today no 
Uh, and any player could go out there, shoot 25 times one game, shoot three times the next. That's going to happen. But I think the Lakers need Anthony Davis to be out there, be aggressive. This is a guy that we know can score 25 points on any given night. He could score 50 for all I care. I think he could probably end up closer to 27, 28 points. That's where I project him. So if you want to ladder him up the 30 plus points for plus 225 value on FanDuel, go for it. Think the brow comes out and has a pretty good game against the Clippers, their hometown rivals. So give me Anthony Davis. Best bit of the day, one and a half units over 24 and a half points. Now let's move to the Bucks and Sixers game. Then we'll talk about some spreads. I'm taking Drew Holiday over 25 and a half points plus assists, minus 115 on DraftKings. Now I know immediately the first question, it's gonna be 26 and a half. And this is why I said a line shot because both these books have these lines available at the time of posting. I would still take it at 26 and a half on FanDuel. I think I'm hoping, I don't wanna see a lot of things come down to where my bet cashes. Some people that take it on other books because it's one higher doesn't cash. Hopefully it doesn't have too many times this season. It will. So make sure you're always looking for those best lines. Now, if I were to play an individual line, the other questions I expect to hear in the comments. Austin, am I playing an individual line? I lean towards this over an assist actually, but I think the points is a pretty good bet as well. Now the next question I expect is Austin, why aren't we taking this PRA line? And you understand why in a second. Now the Bucks are in a weird predicament. They obviously are down Chris Middleton. If you didn't know, Chris Middleton out for a couple weeks and also down Pat Compton for what it's worth. Now, who are the Bucks going to throw into the starting lineup? Your guess is as good as mine. Could it be a guy like Jordan Noir or could it be a George Hill? Could it be Wesley Matthews? Yes, but I also would be not surprised if we see Bobby Portis slide into the lineup and we see them play a big man lineup or we see them go out there with Giannis at the three, Portis four, Brooke Lopez at the five. They got Serge Ibaka coming off the bench. They like to play at the Nassas too. So they're capable of playing three bigs. And if you're going to play three bigs, this is a game to play it against because the Sixers are a team that kind of are a bigger team than normal. You have PJ Tucker normally at the three or four, Tobias Harris at the four or three, whichever one you want to call him. And then you got Joel Embiid at the five. PJ Tucker's not going to take a lot of guys off the dribble. So you can live with putting a Portis out there. And I just don't think they're going to, you look at who else is on the court with Drew Holiday. It's going to be Giannis, but is Grayson Allen bringing up the ball? Not really. George Hill will, but I think they want to keep him off the bench. Jordan Noara, if he plays, he's not going to play a ton and he's not going to take the ball up the court. So I think you're going to see Drew Holiday have to control the tempo of this game. We're going to see the ball in his hands a lot. And all we need him is to shoot the ball and not shoot terribly. Drew Holiday hit this over 25 and a half points plus assists in seven of 11 games without Chris Middleton last year. The four games he went under, either one, he shot terribly, or two, he played less than 31 minutes. And actually he played 31 or less minutes in all four of the games he went under. Weird enough, Drew Holiday played 35 minutes in their final preseason game. I'm pretty confident, unless this is a 40-point blowout, that Drew Holiday is going to be out there a good amount. And so I think he's going to play 35, 36 minutes. So I asked him to get 26 points plus assists for 27. Certainly capable of getting that done. Now, the game's Drew Holiday. We just can't let him shoot under 40%. Drew and I have a love-hate relationship. Normally, when I, I love taking his props, and he hates performing for when I take them. Or vice versa. I love taking his unders and he doesn't perform, or he absolutely goes crazy. I think Drew Holiday is set up for a good matchup. I know it's technically not the best matchup on paper versus the Sixers, but they're going to have so many eyes on Giannis. I think that we'll see Drew either guarded probably by Tyrese Maxey, and he should be able to go to work against him, maybe post him up, get some points. And look, his last two games against Philly, 27 and 28 points plus assists. Look, I think he's certainly capable of getting it done. He can get this done with just points alone, but I think he's going to have a lot of playmaking duties on this team, especially if Bobby Portis slides into that starting lineup. Those guys aren't dribbling the ball. All the assist chances are going to Drew Holiday. Worth noting, he also started his career in Philadelphia where this game is being played. Drew Holiday, as much as I would love to go out and get Greek freaky, as the people know, we're riding with Mr. Drew. Go get it down over 25 and a half points plus assists. Just a one-unit play. Now let's talk about some spreads before we talk about a same-game parlay. 
None of the spreads stuck out to me, so I'm gonna keep them as leans. I only wanna give out plays that not only I am gonna put money on, but I also think you should put money on, and none of the spreads speak to me today in that fashion. But here are my two leans. Lakers plus five and a half, and the Bucks plus four. If I were to put money on them, I'd let you know which one I would. Now, I anticipate one of the underdogs, potentially both winning outright tonight. Now, starting with the Bucks, there's gonna to be too many people out there that think, well, the Sixers can't start 0-2, and, and the Bucks don't have Chris Middleton. Sixers, hammer. Take all your Joel Embiid 25 plus points in a win and put those all into parlay. I just don't know. I don't trust the Sixers. I just don't. I think the Bucks team with Giannis, they can beat anyone at any given time. And I think, look, Harden looked good in game one. He's probably gonna regress in game two. Maybe he leads to more assists. And I know the Bucks are down Chris Middleton. I just think maybe they cover the plus four. They play a different brand of basketball, very fast paced, a lot of three point opportunities. And if teams aren't good at doing that, they're not gonna match up too well with the Bucks. It's game two, I don't really know. And then the Lakers plus five and a half is actually, if I were to pet a spread, this would be it, but I don't wanna trust the Lakers. But look, this plus five and a half line, plug your nose, cause it makes no sense. It stinks, it makes no sense. They were pl obviously plus five and a half, plus six against the Clip or Warriors on opening night, got spanked. It was a no sweat bet, we leaned the Warriors that night. Now you got a Clippers team, everyone's high on. They think they're gonna go to the finals, win the finals, potentially everyone's putting their bets on them. But they're only laying five and a half against the Lakers who just, let's be honest, they didn't look good in their first game. I think it stinks. I think everyone's gonna be on the Clippers. Lakers probably come out here win this game outright. Makes no sense. That's just the NBA for you. I'm not gonna put any money on it because it's game two and I could, they could just be giving out free money on the Clippers. I just don't see that happening. I think the Lakers come out here and show up, but I also don't like the Lakers roster. So that's why I'm not gonna bet on it because I don't wanna be sitting, sitting watching this game late at night and be like, oh God, why did I bet on the Lakers to cover? I think Anthony Davis can get his points, but I'm not gonna bet on the Lakers to cover, but that would be the spread pick if I had to take one. Let's talk about a same game parlay. We're bouncing back to the first game on the slate. We're talking about that Sixers-Bucks game. And I'm just gonna be four legs. Two guys, Giannis, Mr. 25 plus points, 10 plus rebounds, and Joel Embiid, trust the process, 25 plus points and 10 rebounds. Both these guys to get identical stat lines, and I think they both can get it done. It's plus 240 on FanDuel, just sprinkle on it, do whatever you guys want with it. But you're basically asking each guy to just get their averages. And at the end of the day, Giannis is gonna average over 25 points this year and over 10 rebounds. And Joel Embiid's gonna average over 25 points and over 10 rebounds. So both guys get their averages in a game that I expect them both to play 36 minutes tonight. I know Joel Embiid could probably the more suspect of the guys, but in Joel Embiid's last, you know, nine games versus the Bucks, he has hit these both these lines in six of those nine. And then you look at Giannis, he's hit this over and set, well, not over, but hit that these two lines in seven of eight against the Sixers. So I think, you know, Embiid probably the more suspect one. Sometimes he just goes out there and says, hey, I don't feel like rebounding the ball. But given if the Bucks do go with a big man lineup, he's going to have to go rebound it. Maybe the other guys pitch in, but I think he's going to have to rebound the ball. 10 rebounds, his line's 11 and a half. You can get that down in 25 points for each of these two guys, certainly capable. So that's gonna wrap up the video. Best bit of the day, Anthony Davis. We need you, man. One and a half units over 24 and a half points. A two NFL best bets videos pop up on the screen. Go check them out. My week bet seven best bets video for Sunday. My Thursday night football best bets videos. It's gonna be a good day. It's gonna be a great year. Appreciate you guys all for tuning in. I'll be back again tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time. See you guys then. Peace.